Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Chivas del Norte podcast. My name is Varro, and with me today to talk about Liguilla and uh, quarterfinals is Luis. Luis, what's up, man? What's going on, man? Still, still riding that high. <laughs> we still have, uh, we still have more games to play. Our season is not over yet. Our season's not over. You might have ruined the women's season, <laughs> but, but you did it for to sacrifice it for the men's team. So I, I, I thank did not, you for that. I did not sacrifice <laughs> the women's team. <laughs> I gladly sacrificed Arsenal, and uh, you know they lost yesterday. So hopefully the Chivas women's team will win tonight. Uh, right now we're recording, and the women's game is in two hours, so we don't know what the out- outcome of that game has been yet. So hopefully. The women, the women's team wins tonight. Yeah, hopefully they turn it around. Although I did, I seen the, I think it was Melissa made the post that Chivas is kind of going into this game the same way America went into it. Yeah, where that one little away goal can just completely ruin everything. So hopefully they keep that clean sheet, man. Yeah, they're, they're basically the opposite of what happened to the men's team. But yeah, I think. Well, I don't know. It's 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 hard because Chivas lost. Uh, they've lost a couple of players now too. I think Bejarano's out and uh, Jaramillo's out. So. It's going to be tough, but hopefully tomorrow when we record with Melissa, we'll be talking about how the men and the women are both in semifinals. Yeah, man, hopefully. But for now, we got at least one in. We got one in. We got one foot in. Yep, we got one foot in. Uh, the last time we recorded, we talked about, <laughs> we made predictions that we were going to play, uh, who did we say we were going to play? Pumas, right? We assumed we were going to play Pumas. Uh, Monterrey choked. So. Monterrey choked against Puebla, so Puebla oh, screwed yeah, everything yeah. up. And we ended up playing America in the quarterfinals. And I said on the last pod that that was one of the teams I wanted to avoid. And then, you know, Leon being the team we wanted to avoid the most. And I don't know what it is that I, like, jinx Chivas, but <laughs> this is all happening now. <laughs> but why'd you, why'd you want to avoid it? Why'd you want to avoid them? You felt that they're better or just because it's a super classical? Just because it's a... to hold off on that. Yeah, I wanted to hold off on, like, the emotions and, like... The extra extra pressure that uh, Super Classical brings, right. like I would you know, rather have is, eased into that, you know. I went back and I mean I didn't obviously I didn't watch the first game, but I was looking at the stats, and the stats were like insanely like crazy in favor of Chivas that first game. Yeah. Like shots, like shots for Chivas compared to America, like it wasn't even close. But America, Giovanni did get the goal though. The one thing I did feel confident heading into the game, it was like, all right. Giovanni's not really a good player anymore. So if he scored on us once, he's not going to do it again. <laughs> it's not going to happen again, man. Yeah, that that first regular season game, there was really nothing in between both teams. Um, it was kind of, it was kind of the opposite of what happened in the first leg, right? Because you know we talked a little off air, but that first game, we didn't think she was was the better team, and you know it was kind of a a golazo from Calderon, of course, that gave us the victory, but. That that game had me stressed out, man. When we were watching it on uh, what was it Wednesday night? Like, I didn't yeah, think Chivas yeah. was a better team. No, I didn't think Chivas was a better team either. Actually, I thought Chivas started out well, and then slowly mm-hmm. as the game went on, America started to slowly take control. But it was never like I don't know. I was never really like too worried of America's attack either. They had some like dangerous plays here and there, but it was never like a team that's dominating you. It, it was pretty much a game that was stagnant, but more in favor of America. And then once he started making the subs, I was like, "Oh shit, what is he doing?" Yeah. But it, but it was actually it actually benefited the team because I think even you tweeted it that you're like, "He made all these subs that are supposed to hurt Chivas, but we're now creating more chances." Yeah, I, I tweeted out like, "Make it make sense," because you know we saw 
we saw the substitutions that Bucetich made in the in the first game. Um, he took out Hernández Beltrán for Chicote, obviously paid yeah. off. He took out um, Cello for Peralta, and now that you know, now that we know, well, actually, he picked up that injury before the second leg, so that's not the reason he did it. Yeah, so Peralta yeah. went in for Cello, and then um, Anduna came out for Briseño, but that was after, of course, we were already up by a goal. Um, but yeah, that first half in the first game. I thought Chivas started off well, like in the first 10, 15 minutes, I want to say. And then America kind of just said, all right, we're, we're done sitting back and letting Chivas attack us and we're going to attack. And they missed, they missed like what, th- two, three clear chances. Um, Gudinho came up big. I Gudinho think. had the one, the one play. The one on one play. I had Mar- the header. Yeah, the header. the header. Yeah, he did, right? Mm-hmm. The header at the, at the line, I think he was just like basically a, a reflex save. On the line, his hand was just there, and it, he saved it. Godinho played like he played that one game when he got the national team call up <laughs> from the Clásico. Like it's something yeah. about him and Clásicos, man. That he just steps up to the plate because he he stepped up, and you hear all these rumors of like which which uh, goalies Chivas should be looking at, and it's like, man, now nah, he's he put out a performance that makes you go, you know what? Maybe we should give him another chance. Yeah, and he's, I think he's earned it. Yeah, I think I think so too. Um, I think the rumor right now is that Tonio is definitely going to leave. I think he already requested. It's rumored that he requested a transfer again, because um, I think he sees that he's lost a spot and probably won't he, get it back. He's butthurt <laughs> again. I mean, that's the first I mean, time he left. Hey, it's... you got no one else to blame. They gave him the opportunity. They gave him the starting job. And he's the one who lost it. It's true. Godinho's the one. That's what happens. We, we've always said about competition. When you have that type of competition, you you have to be on your A game. He wasn't on his A game one. Like I think it was like back to back weeks. It was two games like that. that. Yeah, yeah, he cost us. It was the Toluca game, and then I'm trying to remember the second game, the one that ultimately led him to be benched. Uh, yeah. Can't remember off the top of my head, but yeah, it was. He lost the job, so he has no one to blame but himself. Absolutely, and Godinho did his part. Was he's a, he stepped up to the plate. Yeah, he got he 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 started off shaky. You remember that Nakaxa game where it was basically you know a deflection right into the middle of the box, and I think that cost us a goal. So, but since then he's he's done nothing but improve. So what I you think, think about the the Chicote goal though? That first game, oh man, I thought bruh. honestly like when you were saying about the subs, like I kind of thought that the subs. It's funny because when you see the subs on paper, I didn't think that they benefited Chivas at all because we were slowly getting into a more defensive shell, yeah. which is benefited America because they're starting to put out uh, Vinas and Benedetti. They're starting to attack players. So I'm like, damn, not, we're not going to be able to get out. We don't have the players to, to like get out. Or even that first game, he was terrible. He, he ran, I, but he I was actually terrible. thought he did a... I thought... I I put it in the Discord. Um, like, I don't know if it's because America are his friends and they play defense on him out of respect. So, like... <laughs> so, he, like, he was actually pulling defenders and I think opening like up spaces that for some reason, Cello couldn't. Right, and I think that's the one thing. I, I mean, obviously, we know about the injury, but I feel like the, I feel like he maybe he would he maybe would have started regardless, just because of that effort that he gives. Yeah, like the one thing you can't take away, like like to me, like I said the other day, I didn't think he played the best of games, but I thought he did his job. He did what he was supposed to do for the limited abilities that he has. Um, so yeah, to me, he had a decent game in the second game, but in the first game. He was, it's just hard to watch him with the ball, man. <laughs> oh, well, I, I, I was actually talking about the first game um, in that second half. I thought, you know, he was pulling defenders. And again, I said, I don't know if it's because they're his friends and they're like, we got to play defense on them. But he was he, he did a decent job and opened up spaces. And uh, I think 
Did he give the pass to Chicote for that first goal, or was that in the second game? That was, that was the second game. game. Yeah, that was the second game. But Saldivar, Saldivar was terrible that game. He was non-existent. They, yeah, they um, basically neutralized him. They wiped him out. Right. And I don't know if that's because you're playing against a better opponent, and that just goes to show like he's not up to that level of talent. But yeah, they were able to neutralize him pretty, pretty easily. I felt like I felt like they neutralized for the most part the team pretty well, except for I like the way Canel uh, Angulo played. Uh, I, I thought he he played. You know, he plays the way he plays. He he gives, he tries hard. He gives his effort. Right. He runs nonstop with the ball. He's always looking to attack. So, oh yeah, that but was, it was that was him. Like, um, the connections. Yeah, Angulo was just like on the floor out of nowhere. I remember, and yeah. they, they didn't really show what had happened to him. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's it's all coming back. Yeah, I, I, honestly, when it's, I didn't even think like it was gonna be something serious. Like he's not even time for it. Yeah, until after the game when they announced it, and I was like, oh, we're. I was like, damn, we're really screwed now. And he's he's out for like, the semifinals for sure too. They announced for it today. both games. Yeah, Chapman yeah. reported that he's uh he's definitely out for the semifinals. Well, you know, you, you lose somebody and somebody else steps up. I mean, what's it called? Started in his position, and he stepped up to the plate. Um, Chicote Calderon. Yeah. Um, just to finish recapping the first game, um, you know, we got we got the Chicote banger that I I did not see coming. You know, his interview, his post-game interview was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Ochoa saw it coming either. No, he said, uh, I had I had no faith in it, but he said, fuck it. And he said, shooters got to shoot. And he scored a banger, bro. I I don't know. What Do you reaction think, uh, to that, that goal? Like, I, I couldn't believe it. Because it, <laughs> it literally, it was, he was pretty much by himself. Yeah. Around, I mean, he wasn't surrounded by like four Americanistas, but if you look at a picture, like it was just pinned by himself around like three players. Mm-hmm. And he finds a little bit of space and he just takes a shot. Um, do you think that Ochoa could have gotten the ball? Because I've seen a lot of America fans that criticizing Ochoa. I maybe, but I think um, I just think he wasn't ready for it. Yeah, and then he he like you said, he had I think two defenders in front of him, so even I think his visibility might have been uh, blocked. If anything, so that could have led to his late. Because I, I do think he jumped late. Yeah, he don't. He did react so, late, but I, I don't think, think he saw it. Of, I also think it's because if, if you notice that first goal, Angulo kind of he's kind of dribbling away. He's yeah, sure he's, he's dribbling towards like the outside of the field when he all of a sudden just takes the shot out of nowhere. So I don't think Ochoa ever really imagined him to even believe he would take a shot from there. Yeah, but he he's, he scored so, a banger, dude. Fucking golazo, <laughs> man! Well, that goal was crazy for him to repeat it twice. It was so insane, basically. Man. Three times, but um, it was it was saying. funny uh, on um on the NBC Sports uh, Network broadcast. Uh, Carlos, shout out to Carlos and uh, Jorge. Um, Jorge called that goal, but he called it he called it in Spanish, and um, you know it's it's hilarious because he um he DM me he DM <laughs> me after the game because he was wondering if I had a a recording of his goal call because um I don't know if he couldn't if NBC didn't get it to him or whatever. So I sent him the video, and he's like, he's like, yeah, he's like, I, I called it in Spanish because um, he's like, you know, it just came out, and I was like, I com- I completely out. understand because like, <laughs> I was like, I'll be at bars like watching um like Arsenal game when they were well not they were never ever good, but when you know occasionally they score like a banger and I'll yell out golazo or like I'll I'll like uh, yell at the TV in Spanish and people kind of just look at me, so I was like, I I get it, dude. Like he, I think he said que golazo or something and. I was like, that's dude, what I yelled. Yeah. I yelled that in my room. I yelled that in my room because I was supposed to, bro. I was supposed to go to my cousin's house. I texted my <laughs> cousin. My cousins never responded to me. Apparently, they got drunk after work. They didn't even know the game was up playing that night. 
So I did a watching the game by myself, and I'm there watching, and I just screamed. I'm like by myself, just screaming, "Golazo!" Like just like the guy in the like the guy in the, in the TikTok, like uh. celebrating. <laughs> like that's how it was, man. It's, it's a classical. It's a playoff. The emotion. Like you can say, we could have been, and that's we've talked about this. Is like it's this is playoff time, so you don't have to win pretty anymore. That goes out the window, um, and it's especially in a classical. In a classical, in the playoff, you win it no matter. However, you can play ugly for ninety minutes, but if you score the goal, you're gonna celebrate it like like it's the greatest thing ever. Yep. So yeah. So basically, it was what happened to Chivas in the regular season. You know, Giovanni scored that golazo, and they yeah. won one nil, and then you know it happened for us. So we went into the second leg of the semifinal up one nil, um, and then we confident. I was. That's what I was gonna ask you. Like, how confident oh. were you? I? I like I said on the last podcast. I hate the away goal rule unless it benefits my team. So I knew, you know, we came in with a one goal advantage, and America right. couldn't afford to let us score because that would really complicate things for him. As, as soon as we score one goal, they would have needed three goals. Yeah. So. Before I saw the lineup, I was like, all Me right, too, we got this. We got this because all we need is one goal, and it's going to complicate things for America. And then the lineup got released. And you were like, where's the goal? And gonna I was from? like, fuck. I was like, what are we going to do? Um, hold on. I have the lineup. Let me let me read. I think there was like a couple of issues of the lineup that I was like, why? All right. So Peralta was starting. Nene Beltran was on the bench for uh, Lalo Torres. And then, of course, Calderon got the start over Angulo because he got hurt. Right. But, you know, when Lalo Torres was out there, I assumed he was just going to be like a pure CDM. And then... Me too. You don't have anybody to get the ball to the wings. And that's been like a big problem for Chivas. You know, the midfield disconnect. Right. So I was like, it's going to be on Brizuela, who isn't like... The best, the best threat to have at speed because this game was set up for counterattacks for Chivas, right? right? And then Peralta was like, he's not gonna be able to counter. Like, what are we? Where's the goal gonna come from? So once the lineup came out, bro, all of Chivas Twitter was like panicking. I did not see one optimistic Chivas fan on either timeline. And and I think many people is because of Oribe Peralta, to be honest. My my problem, honestly, and I, I tweeted out about Oribe and Beltran being benched, but I didn't have, like I said, I didn't have the biggest issue with Oribe starting, especially when you saw what Saldivar did the first game. Yeah, I was like, Oribe's gonna be out there. My 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 thinking was Oribe's gonna go out. He's gonna run a lot, Just, you know, because that's what he does. He run, the one thing you can't take away is his effort. He makes good runs too. He, he might be able to hold up the ball, and then you know what, Alexis Vega in the second half is gonna come out fresh because he. The rumor right. was that he might be ready to play. Yeah, he might be able to get some minutes. I'm like, cool. I'm like, we just, we just gotta find a way to, to hold the ball. But what I was worried about Beltran not playing was there's gonna be a connection. There's gonna be a disconnect between the midfield and the attack, mm-hmm. and it's gonna be it's gonna America's gonna have the ball a lot. Uh, but when the game started, that wasn't the case because America never really came out to pressure us. Nope. They waited. They waited. For, they waited until we scored before they they ever decided to push forward and try to press us. Well, I think. The first fifteen minutes were all Chivas. I think we missed what two, yeah. two I think opportunities. Molina, the Molina wide Antuna. open header, and I think Antuna, right? The Molina one should have been a goal though. Yeah, like that's a guarantee. Like that's like you say he specializes in headers. That's your boy. He's a <laughs> specialized man. But man, for him to miss like point blank range. Yeah, that I was. was like, damn, can't miss I, that. I, yeah, I was like, in, like, I was like, damn, we can't. This is what we need. We can't be missing those. So 
But like I was the same as you. I was not worried like the couple days leading up to the game. I felt confident, especially with the away with the away goal rule. But then, like same thing, the lineup comes out and I was panicking. I was like, "Oh fuck, man!" I'm like, "How are we gonna get the goal?" I'm like, "It's literally all on Antuna, basically, and Brizuela." Uh, and I'm I didn't I didn't see Chicote being able to repeat what he did. But damn boy, was I wrong? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, even before the game started, though, I um, shout out to Carlos again because he he was talking to us on um, on Twitter and yeah, he kind yeah. of I know we're like. You know, reporters have to be neutral and, like, analyze the game. <laughs> I don't believe it. I don't so, believe what his theory was. As fans... No, no, I'm not talking about Nene. Um, I'm oh. talking about, like, the the players that he started and basically the formation. So oh. on Twitter, he told us um, really nothing changed. The same concept and same formation. The difference is just how they'll react to the 4-3-3 instead of the 3-5-2 America had. Right. So when he said that, I, I kind of relaxed a little. Yeah, the Nene Beltran not starting... He also tried to rationalize, but I, I still don't accept that. Right. And my problem is only, like, it's, it's Beltran's ability to, to, to hold the possession, hold the ball. I thought it was going to be crucial in this game. Yeah. So when I saw Lalo Torres starting, because I, I really didn't see that from him, because he's played very little minutes for us. I haven't yeah. really seen that from him. Uh, and then in the, in the game, once the game started, I saw him do, like, some good passes, try to put some good uh, over-the-top balls to Antuna. Um, I also saw him like holding on to the ball a little too long because he couldn't find anyone and kind of panicking and losing. Yeah, it. I think one landed up leading to a counter, but at the same time, like I don't, I said I, don't, I didn't fully blame him because people weren't getting open for him. Like Antuna would just stand, like uh, or even would stand around. Chicote would stand around up top. Nobody would get open for these players. So I thought, I thought for, for starting a game being that young, I thought he, I thought he did a decent job. Yeah, I thought I thought he started off shaky. There was um. A couple of plays where his first touch, like in the beginning of the game, like his first touch yeah. had been terrible. Like he was getting the passes, I and think his first touch nervous, was man. bad. Yeah, he. But then I, I think, think he like composed himself. In. Yeah, he settled into the game, and um, he he did well. I I, I yeah. saw people on the timeline, like even before the game started, like crap, Lalo Torres is starting. He sucks and this and that. <laughs> but the kid, the kid stepped up and did okay. Uh, he did okay, and then I kind of felt. As the game was playing out, I kind of felt like, all right, I kind of felt good that we had Beltran being able to yeah. come off the bench and secure the lead. Mm-hmm. I'm like, it's all right, 50, 60 minute, you bring in Beltran and he's going to help you hold on to that ball. So it was like a, a perfect guy to have coming off the bench. Right. So then, of course, you know, what is it, like 30 minutes into the game, right? Yeah. Um, I think it was kind of when America had decided to start attacking that, you know, that play happens. Oribe chested down to uh, Chicote. Basically from the same spot, you know, I tweeted out the screenshots of uh, where he was positioned out on both shots, and they're pretty much the same. And again, gets the best of Ochoa and scores another banger. Well, someone chested it to Peralta, and Ch- you know, Peralta like laid it off to to Chicote who was running in. Oh, okay, so it was Peralta. I don't remember. I, it okay. might have been Antuna or Visuela. I don't remember which of the two, but someone brought it down to Oribe, and Oribe laid it off. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's still a good play overall yeah. from everyone involved. Mm-hmm. And then he did it twice, lightning struck twice, and scored a banger again. That's, that goal was, I mean, all the goals were amazing, man. Again, I don't think, I don't think Ochoa, in that first goal, I don't think Ochoa was ready for it either. <laughs> no. And the second one, I don't think he was ready. He was just never ready. I think on the second one, he was ready. On yeah. the second one, he was like, yo, I got him. <laughs> Every time he touches the ball, I gotta be on my toes. <laughs> it's like I got got again. Like, imagine. 
same spot, yeah, basically same shot. Yeah. Bruh, and then going into the half, how confident were you that we had it in the bag? No, once that first goal went in, I knew we had it. I wasn't worried. Anymore. I wasn't. I wasn't that nervous. I was like, all right, let's let's just. America's gonna come out attacking with everything. But mm-hmm. I'm like at the same time, like it's three goals that they have to score. I'm like our defense. We might not have the best offense, but we have a pretty good defense. And Diva had done a good job. Iramir is playing out of his mind. Uh, Ponce has been doing a good job against America. Is that you giving credit to Ponce and seeing the light? Is that what's happening? That, he did a decent <laughs> job. <laughs> nah, I, honestly, I thought he had a terrible first game. That first half of the first game was terrible. It's his worst performance in the wild. And I was waiting for people on Twitter to be like, look at at your boy Ponce getting scrubbed by Cordoba. In that first half, he was getting owned. Cordoba's a good player, man. (laughs) Yeah, but he was getting washed. Like, Cordoba was just getting by him every time, like, out um, being physical and, like, out boxing him for the ball and stuff. I tell you, like, like, uh, one of the differences this Clásico as opposed to some in, like, previous years is I feel like America's always had that one winger who's like just so much faster than Ponce. Yeah. Who can kill him one on one. And just America didn't have that. Like Giovanni's not that much faster. And Cordova's a good player, but he's not like a fast player. Yeah, he's but gonna I don't... Beat, beat Ponce every time. Yeah, but the bounce back from at least in my opinion, the bounce back from the first game to the second game he had, dude, it was like right. night and day. Like he was a beast on, on uh Saturday. Oh like, bro, nothing so nothing know. happened on his side. What's funny is like I don't know if it was the first game or the second game. I think it might have been the first game. Oh, Giovanni gets the ball like top of the like top of the box, and Jesus Molina is covering him. Yeah, but he's like he's covered. He makes sure to cover the left foot this time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he like gives him like the the angle to, if he wants to go right. But no, Giovanni obviously is lefty. He looks to cut in, and, and Molina just blocks his shot. Yeah, it was basically and the, the same shot. We didn't do the, that what we didn't do during the regular season. Yeah. It was basically going to be the same shot, but this time Molina. Because it was Molina, too, last time that let him get the shot yeah, off. Yep. So he learned. Yep. You know, it's almost like America should have done the same thing on the Chicote goal. But, you know. <laughs> <laughs> they going to learn. They can learn from, the, from home now if they want. <laughs> but uh, I got I got people converting into Ponce believers. You see the timeline? Somebody <laughs> even got someone... a Ponce wallpaper, dude. <laughs> that's, that's, that's gross. <laughs> they said never thought it would happen, but I've been listening to Varo and uh, the Q and the Noted podcast too much. You got the phone lock, the screen lock, screen lock, bones of hand, hands in the air, fist pumping. <laughs> nah, bro, this week, oh, you might want to give. It should be everyone should have like a Chicote screen lock this week. That's true. It, it's definitely the Chicote show, but definitely can admire the job that uh, Ponce did. Ida uh, Mier, like you said, is playing out of his mind. I saw somebody tweet, um, you know, Iramiera definitely deserves a national team call-up. But, Straight. But, bro, he he, he rejected the national team. He said, I'm going to focus on Chivas and do what I have to do and then, you know, worry about the national team after. So his mind, you know, he wants to play with Chivas. Now his mentality is in the right place, man. They, the team is focused. We've criticized Wusatich about, we've criticized him about a lot of things. And even... And even in these games, there's things you can nitpick and you can criticize. But I think he's, I don't know at what point, but I think slowly the team has started to come around in believing in him. Yeah. Which, I was, is, I think is, which I think is the most crucial part more than anything. I was about to say, we got to start giving, giving him credit because 
in that that second half of the first game, that was him beating Miguel Herrera. And we've said, you know, Miguel was Herrera... It? Or is... was it Miguel Herrera just not coming out and trying to attack? Well, that's the thing. Which is, I've seen America fans, like, I've seen America fans, like, uh, I think me from football, he, he tweeted, he's like, well, Chivas is playing the way I expected America to come out playing. Like, they're the ones losing. Right, well, that's the thing. The subs that Busetich made in the second half completely destroyed what whatever Miguel Herrera's plan was, and then Miguel Herrera just didn't react in time. Right. So it was... We've always said, you know, Miguel Herrera's not the most tac- tactical or, like, the smartest coach, but he can motivate right. people. But right. this game, it was just with to teach, like, you know, I'm a, I'm a smart coach. I know what I'm doing. And he just beat Miguel Herrera. And then in the second game, again, masterclass, I think, by Bucetich and... And Piojo just yeah, that was a, that was a masterclass by Wilson Teach tactically, and I I would almost I mean I wasn't I'm, we're not in the locker room, but a part of me has to think that he got him on he was able to motivate his team better than America was than Herrera was too. Uh, I just gotta I just gotta believe it. I got I gotta see what his second what the speech in the second game was because that first game oh, speech show? he had was not was not it. He's like mad timid. He's like tenemos que ganar es un clásico. <laughs> really? yeah. Oh, they, I didn't know yeah. They, they tweeted out the video. Yeah, um, Pelaez gave a good speech, and then it was like Busa teaches turn, and he's like, "Tenemos que ganar. Es un clásico. Es la liguilla." And I was you like, funny, "What are like, you doing?" <laughs> you know what's funny, like, because uh, there's there's a lot of the Almeida ones. Yeah, but it's honestly, it's never the one that always sticks out to me. It's never the one like before that's right before game. It's one where they're all sitting down around at practice. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I, he's like, I, I believe in, I believe in the Mexican players. Like, you guys, the country believes in you guys. Yeah. Where it's just them just sitting around and him talking more than the let's rile you up before a game. And I think, I think he's slowly been able to get his team to believe in him. I don't know at what point. I don't know if I had to do with the whole disciplinary action. That's yeah. like, all right, let's get serious. What I don't know what it's been, but whatever it's whatever it's been, it's been working these past few weeks. I mean, given given what we've lost, what he's done, right. and has how he has the team looking, because we lost, we lost trophies, we lost um, Bialpando, we lost Peña, but he never really plays. Yeah. Vegas Bialpando hurt. was played for him though. Yeah, Bialpando was good for him, right? Yeah. Vegas hurt, Macias is hurt. We lost Angulo, so like that's what six players that we could have counted on that were just wiped off. We had three Tapatio guys on the bench. Like, that's how um, that's how less little players we have on the roster right now. Pro Fightison said that he was able to outclass him so bad, Herrera so bad, that he was able to debut a player. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Villalobos made a Chivas debut in, in, the, in the quarterfinals against in the America. quarterfinal Clásico. Yeah, that's crazy. And then, of course, you have the third Chicote goal. Well, the second of the game, but his third in the series. Yeah. Uh, you know, he faked out Ochoa with that first, like a pump fake, and then he's like, all right, I got you. And just hit it off the crossbar. Honestly, at that point, when he shot it, I felt like I knew it was going in. I, I kind of did, too. I was like, I he's doing Chico it again. Say, I was like, oh, he's going in. Yeah, it was... Ochoa didn't even, like... He just kind of left the, the, the floor a little. But I think he knew, too. He's like, fuck, you got me again. <laughs> He was just caught him too far out. What was uh? Which one are the three goals? Which one was your favorite? I think, I think the first one, because that I think that one just the the huge confidence boost it must have given him to even attempt in the second in the in the second game. 
Because that one was like basically came out of nothing. We weren't the better team. Um, it was just a a ran like you said. It was like a fuck it shot, and it it went in. So I I think yeah. that one's my favorite. You I think my favorite? Mine is the third goal, the last one, the last one he scored. I think just how because he was kind of it was very calm. He was kind of like just grabs his standing looks. Like say so he does a little pump fake and then shoots. And then the way it goes in like off the fucking yeah. crossbar and then just like bounces in and out of the goal. I thought it was a. I like not just because of the way like he scored it like to end the night perfectly or end the two games the series perfectly with three goals and all three basically golazos from far away is just perfect perfect way to end it perfect way to end America's dream. Yep, it was. Oh man, I what time did you go to sleep on uh, Saturday? Nah, I think <laughs> I haven't slept. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I still get I'm still awake from this that day. <laughs> I Bro, do what I, was... I never. I do what I never do. Like I watch football picante. I watch Fox Sports Deportes. I watched everything that night, man. How many? I, how wanted, many to see, times... I wanted to see all the haters. <laughs> I was gonna say, how many times did you watch a replay of the Calderon goals? Like I think I have them like ingrained into my head. Bro, for real, because I I sent you the the video of Chelis getting mad at Alvaro Morales like mad late, and you it was were like three like, in the I'm morning. Still... You're like, I'm still watching the goals. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I'm still watching the replay, dude. I think I went to sleep at like 4.30 in the morning. Like, I yeah. couldn't... That The adrenaline rush was just like too much. It was... It was man, it was what Wilson was brought here to do, man. Like, to win these, win these playoff games tactically, because that's what he was brought in to do. Right. A classical. We, we've pretty much been outclassing classicals. Like, I feel like it's been a few years now. I think um, this is the first time we've beat America. I saw a tweet. I'm not like maybe like 2012 or something um, away or something like that. So it's been yeah. a while. So I thought, so I just, man, it was just the culmination of everything. Like I was just so excited. I was so jazzed. And I was like, bring out whoever. I don't care if it's Leon. I don't care if it's whoever, man. Monterrey, Tigres. They don't matter who. Just bring. <laughs> I'm ready. I mean, this at, at this point, yeah. Do, man. And so far, he's proving it. Yeah, at this point, bring on whoever, and we obviously we know who we're playing. For Saldivar would not be in the league if he wasn't on Chivas. Yeah, well, like Monterrey was like done with him. Yeah, the just uh, Chicote, his uh, expected goal percentage on those shots he took. Uh-huh. You know what it was? Not what twelve percent. On all of them? Um, yeah, combined, because he took uh, nine shots and combined Damn. the expected goal percentage on his shots were was 12%. Three out of nine of his shots went in. And you know how expected goal tells you, like, likelihood that it goes in or whatever. Right, right, right. Overall, 12%, 12%. that he scored, Damn. that he would have scored. And he scored three bangers. That's beautiful, man. Um, who else? Uh, Antuna. I think Antuna had a great second game. He just couldn't hit the target like there was yeah. like three or four shots that went just wide Antuna's still like even when he doesn't have the best of games he's still like the most dangerous player we have yeah like his speed is, is, is still scary it's still it worries the defense like whoever we're playing Leon like their left back their left back should be up all night thinking how's he gonna slow down Antuna well even their right back cause um a couple of the shots he had against America in the second half, in the second game, they came from the from the left back position. So, oh, you know what? This I was just thinking about. I know what you're thinking about the chest by uh, Oribe when he 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 brought it down to to Lalo Torres. 
like and right was, away. Like in the that first was the first minutes. like two minutes. Yeah, that yeah, shot went wide. Yeah, he chested it down to Lalo Torres, and Lalo Torres his shot went over the top. That's how you would take it out. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that was one of the shots we had early in the game. Then the Molina header, but overall, dude, I'm I'm kind of I'm getting excited about what could happen. You know, hey, we're, man, that is playoffs. It's a yeah. whole new season. We know who we're playing now. We're playing Leon. We're playing. We play them Wednesday. One. Week one. Yeah, week one. Oh, it was the two? opener. Opener. It was the season opener. And they watched us. <laughs> no, well, then we tied. It was nil nil. But they yeah, should have won. Yeah, yeah, they, they should have won. But I mean, they're come. I mean, we're gonna preview the game with uh, we're gonna have Weasel on the podcast. He's a Lions fan, Food Mex Nation guy. Yeah, we'll so, drop another episode. Yeah, we'll have another episode. But um, before the game, right? So yeah, we we got Leon. You know, super leader. You got the super leader curse. They lost sure, to Puebla. They lost to Puebla two one in their first game, and then they beat them two nil. So it, you know, and it's like it's not just a super leader curse. It's against the well. We what, what did we go in seventh or eighth place? Uh, seventh. Seventh. So we're like bottom of the bottom of the playoffs. Well, if, if it was a, re- a regular eighteen playoffs, yeah, we would have. We so would have like basically. Anyways. It's almost like eight versus one. Mm-hmm. This is what this is what eliminates the number one team. We're the we're the lowest. Are yeah, we're the lowest seed left because Puebla got yeah. out, Pachuca's out. I don't know how Pachuca didn't win. I like I actually watched all the Liguilla games because I was like, we don't know for sure who we're playing, so I want to have like an idea of what of who's who. All right. But Pachuca should have definitely beat Pumas uh, yesterday. Nah, I agree. I thought I thought yeah, that's what I thought was gonna happen. To be honest, yeah, I thought Pachuca was gonna win. I thought they would beat Pumas, but I guess not. Hey, Pumas, America, Cruz, Pumas, Chivas, and Cruz Azul the the three of those cuatro grandes in Mexico. So we only. Too bad America couldn't get first place in the season. <laughs> so America out there having to ruin like a, a, a Grandes and Mexico semifinals. For real. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel, I feel, I wouldn't say I feel super confident against Leon, but I feel good. I feel like this is a whole new tournament, man, and, and the team is gaining confidence at the right moment. I mean, after seeing what Busetich did as like tac- tactically, I have and, more and confidence. And he wasn't the coach that first game. He was not. He wasn't there. We've gone. Listen, Chivas is. We had a terrible coach that first game. <laughs> I mean, we've he's the FC. He's the FC Juarez yeah, coach true. now. That's true. <laughs> we've gone through. We've gone through coaching changes. We've gone through ups and downs as a team, whether it was COVID or problems off the field, the Antuna and Vega situation. Oh, that that uh that reminds me. I have to go find that the thread that I have going about uh what to expect in the. Um, What's it called? The All or Nothing Amazon series. I gotta update that. Oh. The last tweet. The last tweet about that was um, us losing the Clasico. Who was our coach that game? Was it Peach? Um. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, he was right. Yeah, he came in like a week or something before. Something like. Well, that. That's gonna be. That's gonna be a good series to watch. It's gonna be a lot of drama. Dude, there. we got everything in there. We got, like you said, we got a uh, COVID. We got Antuna and Vega getting drunk. Then the redemption story, Macias missing PKs, Macias injured, the Villalpando thing, Busetich coming in as coach, beating America in the quarterfinals, semifinals. This is going to be a lot. It's going to be a lot, man. And then beating a, beating the super leader would be even better. Would be <laughs> Adding that? Shit. Yep. So I feel good, man. I feel good heading into the, into the playoffs. 
I guess once you get here, you gotta feel good. Every team, I'm sure, every fan base feels it. It's only four teams left. You gotta feel the chances, and you can see it. You can start to see it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I feel, I feel okay. We've always talked about we have the roster, right? It's just can a coach put it together? I think I think Leon has like a couple of injuries too that might that could benefit Chivas. I think their left oh, really? back. I, I think know. their left back is out. Either the left back or the right back is. Definitely out. I think. I think he picked up an injury on uh, on one of the nas- on one of the recent um, national team uh, FIFA dates. Okay. So I think they lost like a pretty important player, and then they might have had COVID cases. I'm not sure. Well, we'll we'll ask Weezer when we have him on. But yeah, I think we should. I think we can wrap it up. We don't we don't have to go into Leon Chivas preview just yet. No, for sure. Um, all right. So we beat America. We're on to the semifinals. First game is Wednesday at 10.05 Eastern Standard Time, 7.05 Pacific. And that'll be at Akron. No fans. They announced it today. Um, it's and the then, right thing. Yeah. Oh, we didn't talk about that. What do you think? Was that smarter? I didn't think it was smart. But, I mean, they did it. Hopefully, I mean, hopefully they were as cautious as possible. Because you would hate to see, you know what I mean? You would hate to see yeah. that the result people cases running because they went to this game yeah i watched um i don't I it was think, only 50, i think it was only what 15 percent they allowed they reduced it even more to 12 like right before game time uh well not game time like the day before they reduced right. it down to 12 and that included like a uh, staff like a uh, stadium staff okay. so that was so it was even less fans but um i don't i, don't, I have no idea who the youtuber is but he he uh he went to the game and he like uh, did a like a vlog of um, all like the uh-huh. precautions and stuff that the team was taking and uh, temperature checks and all that. It, it looked like it did a really good job. Like it didn't look uh, it didn't look like it was um, like badly planned. They uh, he even had at one point there was like a guy that didn't have a face mask, and they uh-huh. put him on like the big screen and kind of shamed him and put made him put a mask on. Like the announcer of the stadium was like ponte la mascara, and they had him <laughs> on the screen and. So obviously that happens to you. You're not gonna take it off for the rest of the game. Like you're mad embarrassed. Right. And it's like it's twelve percent. Hopefully they spread every I mean the stadium's big enough where you can spread everyone around. Yeah, it looked it spread them pretty, all out. Pretty spread out. Like that, so and then, but, I, but it's better it's better don't have any fans. No Yeah. Hey, listen, it looks I don't know when, but it looks like we're slowly getting close to like a vaccine or whatever and and just just hold off. Hold off on anything like that. Yeah, that I, I think that's a smart play, and uh, and then right. So the Leon and Chivas second leg will be Saturday night, ten Eastern Standard Time, seven Eastern Standard Time, and that will be at Camp No, Leon Stadium, which I thought they had lost, but I guess we can ask Weasel about that too. Like I remember there was like yeah. a riots or something, but yeah, um, yeah. yeah, we decided to record really quick. We'll probably get to release this at night, so you can listen to this before you go to sleep or tomorrow in the morning. The streets were asking for it. Keep celebrating the win, though. Keep celebrating the win. Keep drinking micheladas, whatever you've been drinking. Keep doing it. You have a few days left to enjoy the Classico. Enjoy these Classico wins. And then on Wednesday, we'll focus on them. Right. Wednesday night, we'll be anxious again. But for now, mm-hmm. enjoy it. Go watch the TikTok thread I did on the Chivas del Norte account. I thought that was funny. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. All right. We're out. We'll be back. Peace. We'll be back Wednesday or something. Yep. We're out. Peace. <laughs>